ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين All praise, all thanks, all gratitude, all appreciation is due to Allah the one and only master and caretaker the one who is all merciful and takes care of the entire universe He has created it he continues to maintain it. He continues to take care of all the affairs of the entire universe that he has created. So all praise and gratitude and thanks is due to him. The one that we believe in. The one that we ask. The one that we put our trust in. And I added one word today. The one that we worship. I added at the end. Related to the topic of today's khutbah, inshallah. We ask Allah to protect us from the evil that we might do, from the evil choices that we might make, from the evil consequences of our choices. Ameen. And we ask Allah to send peace and blessings upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad, the last and final messenger to all of mankind, mankind who came with the truth so that it would precede, it would supersede over any other way of life that people have adopted. And Allah is enough as a witness. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والليل إذا يغشى والنهار إذا تجلى وما خلق الذكر والأنثى إن سعيكم لشتى Allah swears by the night that covers and then by the daytime that shows the beauty and glory and majesty of the entire universe. Allah swears by opposites and then He says that indeed your efforts are also divided in opposites like night and day are opposites your efforts are opposites your way your walk of life because sa'i also means to walk, to pace, to walk quickly your walk of lives are opposites or divided and then Allah gives two examples because I just mentioned that Allah sent Rasulullah as the final messenger with the truth to supersede any other way of life that people have. So Allah gives two examples. This is the first person, the one who gives and is always mindful, mindful of Allah, but also as we see in the surah right before Surah Al-Shams, mindful of consequences, mindful of the consequences of their actions. That person who gives, who has a giving, grateful heart, and that person who is mindful of Allah and mindful of the consequences of what they do. And a person that when the best comes to them, when the truth comes to them, when the right choice is clear to them, they صدق that person confirms it, follows it, believes in it, adopts it. That's the first person that Allah gives an example. That person who gives, who is mindful, and who agrees or follows the truth when he sees it. That person, We will give him ease, we will ease him to ease. Meaning we will give him success. We will make it easy for him to achieve success, him or her. Allah guarantees this for that person. Then Allah gives the opposite example. Just like night and day are opposites, Allah gives the opposite example. Whoever is stingy, meaning refuses to give, is selfish, 
wants things for himself. Wasterna. And feels like, I don't need Allah, I can take care of myself. I don't need any guidance. I can take care of myself. I can figure out things. I have a brain. I'm smart. I can figure things out. I don't need Allah. And the third thing that person does is that when the best guidance or the best choices or the truth comes to him, he says, no, 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 I have a better way. I have a better way to do this. He denies the best when he sees it. What does Allah, tell, what does Allah say about that person who is selfish and feels like he can handle things on his own, he doesn't need Allah, and doesn't believe in the truth, that person, Allah says, We will make it very easy for him to fail. We will make it easy for him to fall in all sorts of hardship and failures. And then at that point, all the things that he wanted for himself, because he was stingy, he was selfish, and all the things that he thought he could do by himself. He doesn't need anybody's help. He doesn't need Allah's help. He's free of need. He felt that way. He felt like he is doing it for himself and he doesn't need the help of Allah to get it. All of that money, all of that wealth that he got is not going to be of any benefit to him when he goes down. Allah gives us the way of success. Allah explains to us what is the way of success. Our religion the best religion, the final completion of the message of, the, of Allah, to the final messenger of Rasulullah Muhammad ibn Abdullah. This message of Allah tells us the way to follow, shows us the way to follow. And that is a way of That is a way of having a grateful, thankful heart, a sharing heart, where you give to others. You don't think about yourself. You think about others. This is the way of Islam. You won't be a true, full believer until you love for your brother what you love for yourself. Or for the ladies you love for your sister what you love for yourself. You won't be a true believer until you get there. That is the way that Allah wants for us. A way that a person is mindful. Mindful of what he does. Mindful of Allah and mindful of His choices. Dedicating His choices and His decisions to Allah. Making sure that what He does is pleasing to Allah. So these two aspects, they're very comprehensive. How, what is our way towards each other? Each other as Muslims or even towards non-Muslims? What is the way of a Muslim towards other people? To have a sharing heart, a giving heart that you want for the other what you want for yourself. And what is our way with regards to our own achievements, our own things, our own choices, our own life, things that we do in our life? What is the way of Islam? The way of Islam is to make sure that everything we do is pleasing to Allah. And understand that what comes to us comes to us from Allah. That is the way that Islam, that is the way that Allah has taught us. That is the way of Islam. But many people, they want to figure out their own way. They want to figure out their own way to be successful. Allah says, if you do this my way, the way that Allah has taught us, you'll be successful. And then people think they want to figure out their own way to do it. So they'll go online and try to find the best deals 
And they'll rush, they'll pick a store that they will rush to for Black Friday and be there the night before, before it opens, so they can get the best deal out of it. People will plan things in all sorts of ways to make the best, to get the best, to be successful in this life. And Black Friday is a great testimony of this. You can see this, the way people rush to the store. They make plans to be successful. SubhanAllah. And this is the way that many of us, we fall into, unfortunately. We plan. We plan the best way to get success out of our life or out of the activity that you're about to do. For you guys, midterms. Midterms, there's the next big thing coming up, right? You're planning your way to be successful in the, on the midterm. And a lot of us fall into this trap that we forget about Allah. We forget about Allah. We think that we can do it on our own. Our plan is going to be enough. That's not the way Allah taught us. Allah taught us a way where we have to turn to Him. We have to share we have to share with others. We, want to want for, we have to want for others what we want for ourselves. And we have to be mindful of Allah all the time. We have to turn to Allah and submit to Allah. We have to accept Allah's decisions and Allah's decree. We have, accept, we have to accept Allah's way. We have to be mindful that what we are doing has to be pleasing to Allah. We cannot do it on our own. And that's a change of mindset that we have to adopt. Sometimes, when you look at Allah's instructions, it might feel like Allah's instructions are making you feel miserable, or making your life harder, which is the opposite of what I just said in Surah Al-Layl. Allah will make it easy for them to, to achieve success. And the one who doesn't follow Allah's way, Allah will make it easy for them to go to hardship. Failure will be easy for them. They will always fail. So why do we feel that sometimes, why do we sometimes feel that the instructions of Allah are going to make our lives harder, are going to make us feel miserable. No way. Allah wants to make us happy. Everything Allah did is to make us happy. And you've heard about some of this in assembly. Look at the universe around you. The universe is full of colors, full of tastes, full of great things to see and taste and enjoy. Because it's a sign that Allah wants to make us happy. And the same thing goes for his religion, Islam, that he has given for all of mankind to follow. Allah wants to make us happy through it. Allah wants to make us strong and make us happy through it. So don't try to figure out life by yourself, on your own, find your own way. This is what many people will say. You have to find your own way in life. Yes, but as a Muslim. There's one leader that you know for sure you can follow. There's no doubt about it that you can follow. Then after that, if you find other leaders that can help you, yes. But there's one that's for sure 100%, and that is Allah and His Messenger. That is the way to success. SubhanAllah. Now, we move further and we start to think that when you follow Allah's way, when you turn to Allah, and you check that your choices are going to please Allah, Allah is going to put you to test. Allah is going to see if you're really serious and sincere. You're going to have to be strong. You want real, true success that will make you happy forever? Not just some short-time enjoyment, some short fun. No, you want true success that you'll be happy forever? You'll be enjoying, you'll have fun forever? Allah is going to put you to the test. Are you ready? Are you strong? Are you going to move forward with this? 
Are you going to go through with it? So tests are going to happen when you follow Allah's way. This is where you have to trust in Allah. You have to put all your trust and reliance upon Allah. As you're studying for the midterms, you're doing everything that you can. Turn to Allah. Make dua. Make sure that you don't delay your salah. Make sure that you don't rush in your salah so that you take the time to ask Allah and turn to Allah and think, is the way I'm studying and preparing for the midterms, is my way the way that Allah wants? Is it pleasing to Allah? I think the way I'm doing it is going to give me success in the midterms. And for a lot of you, and in all of subjects, that means I'm not going to study much. I'm going to make sure I relax and have some fun. Because I think I know the material, I'm not going to stress over it. Make sure that you tell Allah, Ya Allah. Because whether you tell Allah or not, He knows. Ya Allah, I feel like this subject is very easy. I'm going to do good on the midterm. Ya Allah, but if you feel otherwise, then guide me to do better. Ya Allah, I'm going to relax and have fun this weekend. Even though the midterms are coming up. Ya Allah, that is because I feel confident. So if, that's, if that is pleasing to you, then make it easy for me. Don't you think you're going to enjoy the weekend more if you talk to Allah that way? Maybe Allah is going to give you a great opportunity to very quickly review something that you would not have thought about otherwise. Turn to Allah. Make sure that the way you do things are for Allah. And then Allah is going to put some little challenges on the way. The day of the midterm, you realize, oh my God, I'm not ready for this part. I thought I was ready. I'm not ready for this part. There's going to be tests on the way. Because Allah wants to make us strong. Now we go to the example of a group of young people. Just like you. Just like students here. A group of young people who knew what was the right way, but the pressure around them was trying to make them follow the wrong way. And Allah tells their story in the Qur'an. Out of everything that happened on this earth from the beginning of humankind until the end of humankind, this story is so important that Allah puts it in the Qur'an to be recited by thousands of people until the Day of Judgment. Their story is there. They knew what was the right way. And they were being pressured to follow another way. And Allah tested them. And the one quality that I want to highlight about this group of people is how bold they were. They knew that their decision was going to cause them to face a lot of obstacles. They had no idea what the outcome was going to be. They had no idea how they were going to survive. But they knew they were following the truth. And they knew that they were turning to the only one who could guarantee their success. They were turning to Allah. That's why Allah puts their story in the Qur'an. They made that bold move. When this is going to happen to all of us, even within the school, and then, of course, outside of school. That you know your, your way or the way you want to follow is the right way to do it. But most people around you think differently. And when you know that what you're doing is following the way of Allah, you know they're doing the right thing and you know you're doing something that's pleasing to Allah, but people around you are trying to push you another way. That's when you have to be strong. That's when you have to remember the story of these young people. You have to make, make a bold move. A strong move. You have to be strong. No, no, no. This is the right way. And I know for sure this is the right way. So these people, 
for those of you who didn't already figure out what story it is, they were worshipping Allah alone in a place where everybody was worshipping idols. And the king had said that that's it. They, these, this group of young people, they have to come to us at the court and profess that they're going to continue to worship idols. In front of the public, in front of an audience, in front of the court. They have to come and profess their faith in the idols. That they want, they're going to worship idols. And if they don't come and do that, we will put them to death. We will put an end to their life. And we will make an example out of them. Alright, so what are they going to do? Teenagers? They, they know they have to worship Allah alone. Now, they have to go to the court. And they have to profess their faith. They have to say, we worship idols. What do they do? In front of all the people. In front of the court. In front of the king. What do they say? Subhanallah. What they say is a consequence of their dua to Allah. You see, they made dua to Allah before this happened. And Allah says, We made them firm, we made them strong. Don't be scared. Why should you be scared? Turn to Allah, Allah will make sure that you're strong and you're not scared anymore. Never let somebody else's pressure take you away from the way that you know is the truth. Allah has taught you the truth and you know what's the truth. Never let somebody pull you away from that. Don't ever feel pressured. Allah made them strong. And so they're in front of the court. And they're being asked to what? Worship idols or sentenced to death. What do they do? They announce in public, in front of everybody, رَبُّنَا رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَن نَدْعُوَ مِن دُونِهِ إِلَهَا Our master, whatever you guys want to say, our master, and these are teenagers, at court, with their life being threatened, our master is the master of the entire universe. We will never worship or make dua to any other than our master, the master of the universe. And they add, Subhanallah. هَؤُلَاءِ قَوْمُنَا اتَّخَذُوا مِن دُونِهِ إِلَهَا آلِهَا لَوْ لَا يَأْتُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ بِسُلْطَانٍ بَيِّنْ They add to that. No way. So they already said, no way we will not worship any other than Allah. Now they add that these are our people and they are telling us that we need to worship idols. You're bringing us to court. Why don't you bring the idols to court? Or why don't you bring them to court to justify to us why, they should, why we should worship these idols? They were very bold. Allah made their heart firm. And then after that, they knew that's, that's the end for them. What, what's the only thing they could do? Is flee. Run away. Run away with nothing. Maybe a few coins that they might have had in their pocket. Actually, we do know the story tells us that they did have some coins. And they just ran away. And for a teenager to want run away, a group of teenagers to run away, I mean, where do you go? Like, run away and from here? Like, do you go east? Do you go north? Do you go west? And where do you walk? Are you going to walk through the plains of Texas? And Like, where do you go? What's going to happen to you? You're going to end up at a gas station? And I mean, where do you go? And back in the days, even worse, this was in the desert. This is very, this is a life-threatening situation for teenagers to run away. They just left. 
So then, because of their bold speech and their bold decision and their bold and their strong move, because they had turned to Allah so they knew Allah was going to guide them. Because of how strong they were and how bold they were to follow the truth because they know it's the truth, Allah gave them such help, such bold help, such strong help, a, mir a miracle, an amazing miracle. Actually, not just one miracle. The entire story is a miracle. The help of Allah that came was, you could say, representative of how much they had trusted Allah and how bold they were. The help of Allah came to the same measure to help you that much. So in other words, what I'm saying, brothers and sisters, when you're feeling pressured to follow another way than the way that you know is the truth, the stronger you are, the stronger the help of Allah is going to be to you. The tougher the test, the stronger the help of Allah to face the test. With the help of Allah, you will be stronger. When you are bold, and you know it's going to be really tough, but you are that bold, and you know you can make it, Allah is going to give you the strength that you need to make it. Allah is going to make things happen that are beyond scientific calculations, even nowadays. Beyond scientific calculations. A lot of people don't believe in miracles. Miracles are for the past. No, things still happen nowadays. That defeat logic, that defeat science, that defeat predictions. There's no way this could have happened this way. If you put your trust in Allah, and you make that bold move against the odds, Allah will support you and help you. أَقُولُ قَوْلِي هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله الذي هدانا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله We thank Allah for guiding us and for giving us guidance because we would be lost like many people in this world are lost if it weren't for the guidance of Allah. And we pray that Allah make us strong and bold in our faith, bold in the way that we turn to Allah and ask Allah so that other, many other people around us can see the guidance of Allah also. Ameen. May Allah make us strong, bold believers, Muslims that show the world around us what is the truth? Ameen. And show the way of Allah. Ameen. So these young people are, these young people that I talked about, a group of young people, teenagers, they're the people of the cave. And Allah provided for them. Everything was set for them. He provided for them for 300 years. He made sure that they would get a dog with them so that nobody would bother them as they're sleeping for 300 years. He saved their life and their entire story is a miracle because of how strong they were in their faith. Now, when you're worried and you, you have pressure around you that make you feel worried and stressed and, and you're not sure you're going to make it, who do you turn to now? Who do you turn to? You turn to Allah. You turn to Allah and you ask Allah to make you strong. And when you do that, when you ask Allah to make you strong, when you turn to Allah, specifically Allah, and you ask Him to make you strong, and you turn to the Qur'an, which is His guidance, the Qur'an and the Sunnah of Rasulullah when you turn to Allah to make you strong, Allah will take away that stress or that worry or that hardship that you felt, 
And even though it's still a stressful situation, you yourself will feel so happy and so content. Allah has designed the entire life and His religion to be that way. There's going to be tests, but Allah has made the entire universe for our happiness. So when there is a test, and you feel scared, you're stressed, you're worried, whatever it is, the opposite of happiness, when you feel that way, Allah's not going to remove the test. No. Allah's going to remove the feeling of stress in your heart just by turning to Him and turning to His guidance, turning to the Qur'an. Allahumma inna ibaduk, banu ibadik, banu imaik, nawasina biyadik, madin fina hukmuk, adalun fina qadauk, نسألك اللهم بكل اسم هو لك سميت به نفسك أو أنزلته في كتابك أو علمته أحدا من خلقك أن تجعل القرآن العظيم ربيع قلوبنا ونور صدورنا وجلاء أحزاننا وذهاب همومنا وغمومنا آمين which means that يا الله we are at your service and we turn to you we are at your service and your decree is good for us your judgment is fair to us. We ask you by all your names, Ya Allah, we turn to you and we ask you to make your Qur'an, your guidance, the means for us to feel happy, the means for us to feel content. The Qur'an, to be light in our chest and to remove any sort of worry or stress that we have in our chest. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een wa aqmi salah. الحمد لله رب العالمين الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد